This is movie in a beer. Movie in a beer. Movie in a beer. Okay. Okay. Then we'll pause. Music. Dan, take us in. Welcome to Movie in a Beer. This is Dan Kapersky. Thank you for joining us today. We have with us our two usual awesome co-hosts. Superhero robot expert Blake here. And movie expert on occasion, Randall. Yay. So we were kind of figuring out what we wanted to watch for this episode. We had the beers beforehand. Mm-hmm. We have uh, kind of a cream ale and then a pale ale, which none of us read the can before we opened it and then realized later that it had fruit in it. So it was Accurate. a very interesting combination of two interesting, nice, smooth, cool beers with a movie which Randall suggested, which I'm really glad we watched. And that yeah, was thank you, Randall. called Real Steel. Real Steel, number three as of what's today's date? 26th of September September. Yes, it's Saturday on Netflix. Yeah, it's seriously getting a lot of traction on Netflix for some odd reason, but it is actually not that bad of a movie. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, it's not bad, but like number three, a trending. Yeah. Okay. I don't know how the trending chart works. Is it by views or is it by clicks and people previewing it? I don't know. How does trending work? Maybe they're just making it up. They could. Hit us up, Netflix. Tell us how it works. (laughs) Tell us your deep, dark secrets. Secret algorithms. (laughs) Please and thank you. (laughs) So the movie stars Hugh Jackman and another kid who, I don't know, you tell me, the the child kind of stole the show, but... I, you know, I honestly think that Hugh Jackman really tried in this movie, as you had suggested, one of the, the backstories to this was that he read it to his son. Oh, right. Uh, Hugh Jackman actually read the script to his actual kid, and the kid was so enamored with it, Hugh Jackman thought, well, yeah, okay, I'll do this movie. It was Hugh Jackman and Anakin Skywalker, I believe, <laughs> were the two actors. Yeah. From Phantom Menace. Phantom Menace. Phantom Menace, Anakin Skywalker. It looked like him. It really did look like him. Yeah, it looked exactly like him. The child actor was uh, Dakota Goyo, G-O-Y-O, played Max Kenton. Also, Evangeline Lilly. Yes. Uh, Anthony Mackie was in it for a little bit. Yes. Uh, Another big role was uh, Carl Yoon playing Tak Mashido. Yes. Those are the big names, I think. Everything else is kind of a side character. the, The thing that we really kind of freaked out about when we started watching this, we had no expectations. We didn't, it dude seriously looks just like young Anakin. He does. Randall's Randall pulled up pictures of him and then we're like, let's look at the kid's picture. It's S T E E L. It's the Wikipedia page there, but whatever. It's It's a R E E L S T E A L. (laughs) That's a whole different movie. It's a whole different movie. But anyway, Dan, the premise, Hugh Jackman has a kid that he vaguely knew about. Yes. And is, currently stuck with him as the mother passed away which is off screen not that you know a bummer but not as sad as you think the preliminary plot mm-hmm. he makes a deal with the uh the the sister of the mother to have the kid for the summer and then you know relinquish him back over so they can go on some trip or whatever but over the movie he and the kid start bonding because that's what you do in a movie about Fighting robots is bond with your child that you didn't know about. Because he plays video games and knows how to fight with them and has watched every match 15 times. Yes, the kid is a uh, robot boxing expert. Yep. Twitter says it's the same person. Well, you could go to IMDb and probably figure it out pretty easily. But they do. There's there's, IMDb li- there's, IMDb lies. there's a Twitter hashtag all over the, you made him take a double take. Yeah. Because you're like, is it young Anakin? That is young Anakin. It literally looks just like him. 
It's crazy. So you have this kid, and basically, unbeknownst to the kid and the mom, well, the kid figured it out within like 30 seconds. So basically, Hugh Jackman's character is like, hey, I need $50,000. You pay me some money, and I'll take the kid off your hands while you go on your vacation. To, to Italy, to Italy, I think. Yeah. It's like, okay, so you have the kid over the summer, comes back, they come back in September, they get the kid back, we're happy. We couldn't quite tell where the film takes place other than like Chicago and Detroit and it looked like Midwest cities. According to IMDb, it was filmed a lot in Michigan. Yeah, that, that so, sounds right. So, yeah. A lot of country scenes with mm-hmm. this big sort of semi-looking thing running down the road. Very it's ugly a, semi. Yeah, it's a, but it's it, it's interesting. So it, it takes place in the future, but it's not very far into the future. No, no. The director wanted to do that on purpose, Yeah, apparently. It's, so it's alternate reality kind of. You know, they, they have fighting robots instead of, and they actually talk a little bit about the robot progression because how does he get the smaller, crazy looking, younger looking robot? Well, it's, it's actually in a trash. dumpster. It's basically, dumpster, it's, yeah. it was a G2, I think. They, so yeah. they have generations of boxing robots, which has taken over normal boxing, I think, because yeah. Hugh Jackson's character used to box. Yeah, that's the whole thing. That's the insight. This is, um, this is interesting because a couple nights previous to this, I watched uh, a Twilight Zone episode. Really? From the 60s. Ooh. The premise was... What was the premise? Let me see if I can pull it up here. In the future, boxing is performed by mechanical robots. Oh, my God. They ripped off an episode. <laughs> it's ev- the episode is even called Steel. Steel. Jeez. Wow. That, that's why the movie... weird, right? Like, I'm questioning, like... That's why the movie's uh, called Real really Steel. Three? Is this really number three in the United States Netflix, or did I just happen <laughs> to watch an episode you called Steel? just happened to watch something, and now it's up there as number three. But anyway, so... Check out the previews. It's it, if you're on Netflix, it's up there. You you can see it really easily. Yeah. Um, the the film has some violence in it. There's some aggression with adults beating each other up. You know, so it's not necessarily a young kid movie. So I I would sadly put this as a perfect film for 11 to 14 year olds. Like, but too violent for young kids. A little Disney fied, cheesy for adults, but not like to the point where you're like, ugh, whatever. It's it's cheesy. It's good. I really enjoyed it. It's just it was formulaic. Yeah, yeah. Uh, f- but done well-ish. Because it, I'd of agree the with quality that. of the actors. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, there's. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm sorry. The Wasp. She was really good in it. Yeah, oh, eventually, and Lily's an amazing actress. Just her crying was believable. Yeah. Well, uh, fun fun uh, trivia that I just now made up. Uh, they shot her with a stun gun to make her cry on set. Oh. So, <laughs> again, trivia I made up. Yes, we're we're good like that. We can just make it up as we go. We're fun. Favorite robot ever, Blake. Of, of all time? All time. Uh, the main robot from Pacific Rim. Uh, yeah. Boy. Yeah, whatever the key, the main Jaeger was called. That was a good movie. That, that was dope. a good one. Mm-hmm. We haven't watched that one yet. Randall. Voltron. Ooh, Voltron is good. Ooh. Composite robot. That's that's a good call. Wow. All lions. Daniel. Yep. There's so many to pick from, right? Uh, I'm gonna go with God, what was the one that were lions that joined together? That's Voltron. Was that Voltron? Mm-hmm. I thought Voltron was. They're all robots. lions. Okay, so Voltron's the lion one, and that's the one that I would say mm. I really appreciate that one. But there is some other ones that are honorable mentions, which I'm going to have to look up on my phone because I can't think of the names of. Well, my honorable head. mentions are Gizmo Duck from Ducktales. Uh, <laughs> well, you're watching that series, so I understand that. Yeah, uh, Lin Manuel Miranda plays the. Uh, 
Gizmo Duck in the reboot, the the current era Ducktales. Oh, very which nice. Is pretty fun. Yeah, very cool. Uh, my, the Power Zord, the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers uh, robot. That's another favorite of mine. Those uh, are all good robots. The the robot from iRobot, voiced by Alan Tudyk, also good. I like Wally. Ooh, okay, oh, yeah, you win. Wally's great. Because <laughs> I mean, are we talking anime or real life robots or Wally. like the Gundam, the Gundam that they're building in? Japan right now, the fifty foot real robot. I will that drive that Gundam. They've it, it's suspended, so it's not actually on the ground, so it's not full weight on the ground. But mm-hmm. it can do all the actions, like it can kneel and then stand up. It can do poses. It can move its head and its can it strike down the evil alien that's invading it's Tokyo. It's gonna have to at some point. I yeah. Bet. So yeah, overall the movie is a okay fun fun watch. Uh, the, mu- the music was cheese. Oh, the music. There music were two was, M&M music tracks. Was not great. And there was really interesting product placement. We also talked about not just beer, because, you know, the first like, ah, opening Budweiser. scene is you see Budweiser mm, bottles flopping yum. around and him drinking a worn one. And you're just like, oh, that's gross. At like 10 a.m. Yeah, he's that's the perfect up. time to drink a Budweiser. He's like, oh, it's breakfast. Uh, and then there was Dr. Pepper product placement, but they were actually not, they just got permission to use it. They didn't actually get paid. Yeah, apparently it was a uh, non-monetary deal. According to IMDb, which I... You see it a few times in the film, though. Yeah, you might as well just get paid for it, right? Something like that. Although there was an HP drop that I appreciated. That was pretty well done. Yeah. Uh, Another one when they were in one of the rings... Because it's that's what that's boxing. Yes, advertise stuff while you're getting punched. And and it did. It looked like video game boxing, like the different matches and the different arenas that they went to, while they they were training the training robot on yeah, how yeah. to fight, and then doing some lower ranked matches to get practice. And mm-hmm. yeah, I mean it, it was a good film. I, I enjoyed it. I mean, so Randall, you've been awfully quiet. You're looking yeah, up a lot of trivia. I'm just now. looking. I, I just wanted to know what one. It looks like the King's Speech. One in 2011 for Best Picture. Yeah. Ah, that and classic robot movie, The King's Speech. Yeah. <laughs> I am giving a speech. And then I was thinking we should live stream this episode, but we kind of forgot to do that. Yeah, it's all right. On Instagram. But the next episode, folks. We're going to live stream. It's gonna yeah. be We're just going to live stream. Live stream. <laughs> I'll, I'll do it right now if you need me to. It's, it's been a year. Well, I think we'll, it'll be fun. We'll put it up. Yes, because we need to. We need people to make fun of us, because otherwise we totally. take ourselves too seriously. Totally. I, I don't know if I need that. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I, I think know. this is a good spot for a commercial break. Let yeah. me cue up some music. Beep boop pop boop beep, and now Blake, give us a commercial. Hey, welcome to Fighting Frank's Robot Shop. You want a robot that d- folds laundry? Forget about it. You want a robot that prepares an omelet? Forget about it. You want a robot that sh- shaves your legs? We actually have those, but really we got robots that fight. We got big robots, little robots, punchy robots, kick robots. We got robots that do Krav Maga. That's right, Krav Maga. Come down to Frank's Frightened Robot Emporium on uh, exit 32 off the highway <laughs> in your local city. Yes. I love it. Neo Tokyo. Neo Tokyo, Texas. All right. Welcome back. Thanks for listening, everyone. This is our movie and a beer episode covering the film Real Steel. Real Steel. Let's talk about beers. Right. Real beers. We, as mentioned earlier in the episode, we had the beers selected and actually had been sitting in my beer fridge for quite a while, a few months. And these were the last sets that I had bought at the not to be named large uh, box store. Up in Vancouver, Washington, that Good has call. the word total and the word wine in the title. But we're not going to give them any shouts out because, you know, they're not paying us anything. <laughs> not yet. Not yet. Partial anyway. spirits. Yeah. So we had two beers that basically we ended up with 
uh, cream ale called California Creamin. It's a vanilla cream ale from Mother Earth Brewing, which Nampa, I think that's how you pronounce it, out of Idaho, which is like a suburb of Boise. Right, but, right. But they're based actually out of um, Vice, California. I think that's what it was called. Which one is this? So the, the Cal Creamin. The Mother Kelly, Earth Brewing. That, that was Earth. the first one we had. And that was actually, so it's it was considered a flagship ale. They have a really nice like cereal cracker base. This does have vanilla bean in it. I don't know where it was added. I, I feel like I tasted the vanilla when I drank it. It, it tasted yeah. like a dessert beer almost. It did. So it, it's, it, it was kind of reminiscent of like those orange push-ups. That kind of flavor profile, but it mm-hmm. really wasn't orange. It was just vanilla. So it's kind of like if you had a vanilla push-up that had like real vanilla bean in it, that's kind of what it was like. Mm. Kind of sweet, a little dry on the back, but not bad. I, I mean, loved just, it. It was very nice and thin. It, it was not very heavy. You know, it's got a really light color, full white head, frothy. Mm-hmm. The carbonation stood up a little bit. It wasn't bad. It, it was really tasty. It, I, I feel like it matched the beginning of the movie pretty well. It was... Yeah. I could see drinking this after like a big dinner and just hanging out, watching a, a show or just like a comfort show. Yeah. If you're going to watch a fun movie, drink a fun beer. Yeah. That's a fun beer. Yeah. I, I would definitely, I think we all give three thumbs up on this beer. Yeah. Uh, what about the other one? About half hour, 45 minutes into the film, we switched over to the second beer. Something like that. Because we were, we were nursing. We're trying, because we're like, we only have one each. So, you know, enjoy them while you can. <laughs> so, exactly. <laughs> so the second one is by Black Raven Brewing, which they have a brewery located in Woodenville, Washington, which is a suburb of Seattle, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is, it's called Kitty Cat Blues. Uh, we, Such a cool can cover. It is really cool. It's got a raven on the, uh, you know, big black raven, blue background. You'll see on the other side of the can, there's a black cat in a cage and the raven holding the key above it. It's it's like, I'm teasing you, ha ha. But surprisingly... Ca- as, no, uh, Dan, do you mean ca-ca? Ca-ca. <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> so, How dare so you? <laughs> really good, clean Washington beer. This is also a pale ale. Which is similar to a cream ale, but maybe a little bit more hoppy. A little more bite. A little bit more. You know you're drinking a a pale ale. But this one, surprisingly, had the addition of vanilla, hibiscus, and blueberries. Mm -hmm. Which we did not realize. We did not expect that. Yeah, that that was a fun surprise. I I was shocked. I, I did not realize. I was like, oh, this is a fruit beer. But it was more not really fruity up front until it started warming up, like you mentioned. Yeah, you? yeah, it was okay to start, but once it started getting warm, it was real tasty. You could really catch the uh, the blueberries and and all the you, flavors. No, you, you've left. got some interesting <laughs> trivia there about the name. Um, somebody asked me this question: Why the name Black Raven? In the mythology of many indigenous tribes in the Northwest, the Raven is seen as a cultural hero, a revered and benevolent transformative figure. The Raven, the Raven helps people, blesses them with gifts, and shapes the world. But at the same time, he is frivolous. He is a frivolous trickster, a night up, <laughs> a light-hearted prankster, who is sometimes gluttonous and impatient. <laughs> okay, the Raven is our totem. The ra- the Raven as our totem works perfectly. We like to think we are creative, wise, playful, and a bit bird-brained, just like those wacky ravens. Really. All right, two things. One, the phrase wacky ravens needs to be used more often in my day-to-day life. <laughs> wacky and ravens. Wacky yes. ravens, race cars. And two, <laughs> you just read my my story, man. That's, what are you even yeah, doing? Story. I'm gonna, that, that's a cliff note to I'm, the story. I'm clearly... 
I'm gonna mark this. Because this? this is actually really interesting. So the it's awesome. I it's I had idea. actually not heard of this brewery before. So I'm really glad. I actually not heard of either of them. When I bought the cans, I intentionally like I'm gonna find some stuff I'd never had before, never and, heard of. So and listeners, when Dan hasn't heard of a, of a brewery, that's, that's a odd. big deal. <laughs> I know I, mo- I know a I, lot of stuff. I jump at the chance to try a beer from a brewery that Dan's never heard of. Yeah. So I and I'm really glad that I purchased these. They uh, definitely f- hit the spot. Like as Blake was mentioning, you let this Black Raven warm up just a little bit. Mm-hmm. Just that tepid. So you want to have it cold when you start and then let it warm a little bit. Yeah. I wouldn't necessarily want it to start out a little warm because it might, it's better if you let it, if you taste it at the beginning and then you're like, okay, I can kind of get those flavor profiles and then they start expressing themselves a lot more and opening up and it's just beautiful. It's like whiskey, but with beer. That's a good point. I was going to argue that you let it warm up and then drink it warm the whole way, but that's, a, I hadn't thought of letting it like get multiple kinds of tastes profiles going on while you watch a, a movie that might change genres yeah as you go yeah so so definitely nice. a big thumbs up on both of these beers yeah, um, yeah randall did you have any thoughts on this beer other than you i know you liked it yeah it it um was very shocking in a good way but i thought it went well with the movie yeah i, I like blueberries i like their website i like ravens which are not crows by the way according to the website there is a difference there's a difference. Um, I, I want refu- to submit a question to them and ask them what their favorite movie is, but it keeps bringing me up to this email. It, I don't want to use this. You don't want to send them an email. I don't want to send them this. I wanna- Listeners spam their <laughs> website with <laughs> questions about yes. what their favorite movie is. Because yeah, we'll, we'll, we tag them. We tag them when we uh, when we post. Yeah. So it's it's really interesting. At some point in time, maybe a brewery will get back to us. But it's nice. I mean, we do try to reach out to some of them. Yeah. I know some. we're still in contact with some of the local breweries around Portland that, that we were already in talks with and some tap rooms and places that we're still going to try to do a live episode before the end of the year. Yep. We have that goal. Yes. We can do it. We, we were all aware of that goal all the time, up. the whole we time. Yeah. We can We can get the place. I Actually, we had one place that said they would close down for us. And it would just be like the employees and us. And I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. That's amazing. Do it. it like, and, and free beer tasting? Sure. Hell yeah. yeah. Let's All right. do it. So yeah. Real, think, sti- real steel, a couple of tasty beers. Yeah. Uh, find a lighter beer style. Uh, doesn't have to be sour. Doesn't yeah. have to be a cream ale. But something lighter, something that you'll enjoy. Because this is a lighthearted film. Yeah. The movie gets sort of heavy a couple of points. But overall, it's like a yeah. easy watch. It's not a little kid movie. It's like a teenager movie. But yeah. I, it, it, Perfect yeah. for these uh these these dark times we're going through. Yeah. Okay, let's take let's take a look at what else is on the top ten on Netflix right now. All right, Jurassic World, what would you, Smurfs what, Two. What would you drink with um Black Coco Melon? Thank you for Coco-melian. naming that one. Um, Coco Melon paint thinner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, it's a kid no. show. I'm not going to be watching that kid show anytime soon. It's okay. that creepy 3D animation stuff. But anyway, what about Cobra Kai. What would you See, drink? Cobra uh, Kai, something uh, classic. Yeah, like it's PBR. referencing a classic. Yeah, PBR. Um, Tecate. I would drink more of this. I mean, Cali, obviously, Cali Creamin. With yeah, you know, yeah, I could do that. I could smooth. see like a like a a, a lager with a Cobra Kai. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nothing really like super heavy. Something like yeah. Oh, just sip, sip, sip. Yeah. Yum. How about the cool. the Great British Baking Show? Porter. Oh no, I wouldn't even do a, a thick, por- cakey a porter, porter style. Maybe a dessert, a dessert yes. style would go really nice and sweet and super rich because they always dump tons of fat and things and, and everything oh, they oh, make. Oh, Dan, that's a good brew. Yes, that's a bad bacon, a good brew. I was either going to say that or really, 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 really nice complex sour. That's mm. not funky. I like guess. A sour. 
because yeah. it's going to be bright and for you know yeah for yeah, some time and you that. get like I'm, yeah i'm leaning towards that heavy beer man yeah i'd do both i'd mix them oh god because <laughs> that's something we haven't talked about yet on the on the podcast mixing is mixing beers, beers. which that, i've done before and that's gonna scary. that's gonna be a special episode where blake doesn't go to work for the next few days yeah here, let's mix this one and this one. There's a lot of stuff. Ooh, Spider-Man and the Spider-Verse. Um, um, anything? Some movie's amazing. Yeah, well... Ooh, okay. community. So, sorry, sorry. We're going off track. Yeah, we're a little off track. So thanks for listening, everybody. Um, we all really, I think, enjoyed the film, Real Steel. Uh, big okay. thumbs up for Black Raven, Kitty Cat Blues, and the Mother Earth Brewing Company, Cali Creamen. Agreed. Uh, if you have questions, check out our website. Send us an email. Find us on Instagram. On we'll be live streaming The Facebook. Soon. Yeah, we'll yes. try to expand and do additional things because we're all, you know, we have things to do. But, you know, this is cool, too. It's a great hobby. We love doing it. So, as always, uh, we recommend that you hydrate and drink plenty of water while you imbibe and enjoy things while you watch your films and shows. Beep, boop, hydrate or dihydrate. Beep, yeah. boop, bop, boop. Pretty much. <laughs> so, take care of your robots. People. Yeah, take care of your robots. <laughs> hydrate so, or dihydrate your robots. Yes. So, uh, this has been, uh, you know, a really fun podcast episode. I'm really enjoying it. And uh, I do need to just put the disclaimer out there that the opinions expressed during the taping of this show are those of the host. And... Mm-hmm. Thank you again for listening in, and uh, this is Dan signing off, and we have Randall. Blake will sign off when he feels like it, All which right. is now. All right. Goodbye, Blake. Take care, everyone. Yeah. Thanks for listening.